If you are living in a space of being weighed down by your clutter, in your home, business, mind, or body, do you realize you are blocking the ability to receive in all areas? Would you be willing to learn the tools to change all that? What if you realized that the clutter in your life was created by you? Listen now to Infinite Energies, where you receive new perspectives to open up and release the barriers to create the life you always knew is possible. Now, here is the host of Infinite Energies Radio Show, Lisa Bennett. everyone. Good morning, good mornings, and if you're evening at some place in the world, good evening to you or good afternoon. Wherever you are, I just wanted to wish you a good day. It's Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies, and I have this great office that I get to look out into an open field. The sky is blue, and it is a glorious Friday here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So wherever I am uh, speaking to with regard to where you are in the world, uh, hello, hello. And uh, so who is Lisa Bennett and what is Infinite Energies? Well, it is all about working with the energy of spaces. It's something that I've been aware of since I was a little girl and I could walk into a space and houses and uh, businesses could talk to me and sort of kind of like it was like an x-ray. I could sort of see into all the um, historical things that had gone on in the space, whether it was with relationships, whether it was businesses that had come and gone. And it just sort of started, the walls, everything could speak to me in a language that was energy. It didn't necessarily have words. So I would pick up either pictures, sensations, smells, and it's something that I've had with me since I was as young as I could remember. And uh, and I've, I've sort of uh, pushed it away at one point because I thought, ooh, that's kind of weird and it's not cool. And, and then later on in my life, I studied interiors and design and became a feng shui master. And it just kept sort of tapping me on the shoulder to, to play with spaces and... You know, it's, uh, you know, when you, when you actually are not pushing away your gifts and capacities, things magically start to appear and present themselves in your life. And as a little girl, I'd look at National Geographic magazines and just, I, I could, I could sense the energy of different places in the world. So travel for me is, is being something that has, spoken to me as a little girl and I could I didn't have to leave my home to travel I could travel through the pages of the photographs and get the sense of the culture the people their homes their spaces so is there a is there a time in your life as a child that you would look at magazines or pictures or movies or something that would just energetically just get you all excited and charged up and and you could you could sense the playfulness of the space and yet you knew that you would never travel to that country or that place ever in this in this time frame and and it's sort of like um when i first went to ireland this this year i had always had a sense of what the space of Ireland would be like. 
And when I got off the airplane and when I got off the bus going from sort of the airport to where I was staying, it was the people, it was the it was the sound of their their voices, it was the language, the lilt. Uh it was it was like music to my ears and it was this feast for the senses out through the windows that I could pick up all the homes, all the businesses, all the roads, and I could I had a taste and a smell that was unlike anything I'd ever experienced, and yet it just felt so incredibly magical and comfortable for me. And the whole time I was in Ireland, my my body, my energy was lifted up and I was energized and happy and it was just this really cool thing to experience. So are there places in the world that you've gotten off a plane and walked around and been in and just sort of literally the feast for the senses that have fed you and and there's this playfulness that just sort of lights you up and go, ah, that's what that's what I've been looking and desiring to have in my life and now I'm here and now it's like it's it's like you can't get enough of it and you're just like inhaling every day, every minute and you're up early and you're embracing the culture, you're embracing the people, you're embracing everything about it and it's so exciting. So are you are you aware that those spaces and that energy of that playfulness can actually be invited into your home. So what is it that gets you charged up? What gets you excited, whether it's through photographs or movies, like Out of Africa is a movie I absolutely love and adore. When you have Robert Redford in the airplane flying over all the beautiful open plains with the animals and the giraffes and the elephants and the hippos and the lions and herds of 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 deer running through this open range and you just get this sense of this magical place. So is there a place in this universe that lights you up? And if you could turn that energy into something that you could bring into your home, what would it be for you and what is that for you? So today I have the beautiful Christine MacGyver who... Um, uh, is is excited about talking about what creates for her this playfulness of her space. And even though, you know, you may or may not own your home, and not that we ever own anything, or you're renting or leasing or staying in a temporary residence, know that you can bring this playfulness into your space and create so much for your life, your living, your relationships, your money flows, your businesses, your health, everything can come to light. So, Christine, are you there? I'm here, darling. Good morning. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. So, Christine is is a, a radio owner and producer uh, with this particular station, She's also a coach, and she is sort of a magical being. She's a facilitator with Access Consciousness, as am I. And we met, I can't even remember how many years ago. And three. Three, well, there you go. 
he's a bit of a stickler, folks, for details. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I have to say, Christine, it's it's sort of like you and I have known each other for so long and in my in my universe. And mm-hmm. it's like we've known each other for for many lifetimes. So, so tell yeah. me what what is what is playful for you in creating in your space in your magical home? What is that? For well, you? you know, as you were talking about it, it um, it's interesting because I recently, like, since you and I've met, since since joining um, Access, my business has changed a lot and expanded, and and I've been traveling you know, probably a hundred times more than I ever did. And I was just kind of looking at all the places where I went to and I've enjoyed all of the places that I've gone to. And then I kind of have was kind of looking back at my home that I have now. And what's magical for me is space. <laughs> I know we're talking about magical spaces, but what is magical for me is space, like a place, when I am in a space where I can breathe and, you know, for instance, um, my very first trip to England and Ireland, um, what I created there was not so much space and it wasn't, I didn't enjoy myself. And, you know, my son, as you know, Lisa lives in England and um, the first place that he lived in, I was there and I'm like, oh my God, how do you breathe? Like I couldn't physically fully breathed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And the space was so tiny to me. And he's like, well, it's all I need. And you know what I mean? Like, typical boy. <laughs> you know, he's a man, but I mean, typical, like, hey, I have a bed and I can hang my clothes and I have somewhere I can shower. I'm good. <laughs> you know? And me, right. I'm like, oh, oh, no, I need way more space. So for me, when I found this home and it found me, which hasn't even been a year when I came here and I, and you haven't been here as yet, but I have walked you around so that you could look at it. When I walked into it initially, it was, it had a, like a, a little bit of a narrow entrance, right? And then as I, I, as I went up the stairs and I went into the main floor and I just like literally my entire body started to sigh with relief. And it was like, oh my gosh, space. And there's a huge deck out the uh, out the balcony or out the sorry the living room slider. There's a huge deck, and when I opened that deck, when I opened that slider and went out into that deck, it was the same thing. It was just like another level of oh my god, I can breathe. And for me, I'm really getting more and more and more that that's for me what's important. And so back to your original, what you were saying is like, where in the world do you get that? There's a place where I go walking and I've actually done some videos and I've taken you there and everything. And when I'm walking there in in the nature with the water running and there's space, that's what's magical for me and my body. And it's also, I'm getting now too that it's magical for my business to have space. Hmm. Wow. So so with that awareness of your sun space that for him was just right. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the old the old um three little bears um nursery rhyme where where the kids, you know, he 
the first bed was, you know, I think it was too soft and it was too hard and then it was just right. So mm -hmm. are you willing for all of your listeners to know that when you walk into someone else's space and if there's that energy of constriction or 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 the walls are coming in and there's no room to breathe. So a really cool thing to play with is to just ask for the walls to expand out for the ceiling to raise and the floor to to mm. move away from you and it it's it sort of gives you the energetic space for your body and you can actually ask the space to go out to the far reaches of the town or the city or the province or the state or the country and that in itself can create more space for you especially if you're staying in someone's place for a week and you're living there, because uh, I've had where I've stayed in different homes, and it's like, huh, okay, this is actually not comfortable, so what can I do without physically moving a wall, is you can energetically push the energy out um, for, your, for your body. But for you to acknowledge when you started to ask for a place to show up, that this magical home showed up for everything that you desired for your body, for your business. And and how amazing is that? How amazing mm -hmm. is that? So, it, yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're still thriving and playing in this space. Yes. Cool, cool. So is there a space within your home that you would call your play zone or is every space in your home a play zone? Mm, I would say there is a space. I mean, I have a very separate space for my my office and my business now. And I have um my main floor where which is my living room, dining room, uh family room, uh kitchen and then out the the big balcony. I would say that's my play space because there's so much space there. And although it's a pretty open concept, um, I can do very different things in each of those places. So I do feel like I create and I play in those spaces more than anywhere else in the home. Hmm. So how many of you listeners have had uh, a space within your home that you don't find fun or energizing or playful? And if you were willing to shift things, so often we look at, and, and I know I've talked to Christine about this before, where you have a defined area in your home. And did you did you switch any of your defined areas? What I mean by defined is whether it was the living room or the dining room, and did you switch them up? Or is that, are you happy with the location of everything within the space? You mean from when I first moved in? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's pretty, it, it was pretty defined. Um, what really defined it was, um, two things there. There was a, a chandelier light in the, in the dining room space. Mm. And even if I was to incorporate that into the, like make that the living room space, which could, you could, um, the low, what they had done was they had pre-drilled holes for a, a big screen TV and all the wiring to be hidden behind. So that was like, okay, that that definitely is the space where the TV has to go. Um, if you saw it, you would you would get what I meant um, when the walls were blank. So so no, I didn't. Um, what I do enjoy doing, though, Lisa, is I do enjoy moving 
the um, the couch around. Like during the winter months, if I'm not using the outdoor space, I'll put the couch in front of that space. Cool. And you know what I mean? Like I'll just Absolutely. I'll just move things around, or even I love. You know what I like doing is I like putting furniture on an angle, so not parallel to walls, but actually um, on an angle between two walls. I think that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Yay, yay. Awesome. Okay, when we get back, we're going to have a quick break here. I wanted to talk to you further about moving furniture around because actually you, <laughs> I, that was leading into the next oh, sort of area that I was wanting to play with. So how, how awesome are you? <laughs> okay, when we return, we're with Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on atizen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Oh, my goodness, what a fun day. It's the Playfulness of Spaces with Lisa Bennett, and I have my uh, guest, Christine McIver, who is um, calling in from Toronto, Ontario, and sounding like you're breathing a little heavily. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I want to, I want to jump in and say, Trana. <laughs> Trana. Oh, is that yeah. it? <laughs> okay, well... Toronto, darling. Oh my goodness! Okay. So today we're we're playing with the playfulness of spaces. Christine is being um, 
chatting with us about the space that she moved into about just under a year ago and I've been blessed to have a Skype visit with her space but I haven't physically been there and not that I actually have to be in people's spaces to or even visually see them I can actually tap into the energy of the space and talk about what it is that either is being asked for to be shifted changed and before we went to break Christine just volunteered about moving furniture around and I'm so glad you talked about that because one of the things that I actually encourage a lot of my clients to do is to not actually buy into a defined area or space uh, as being the defined space as in a dining room and a living room and you can sometimes flip them around just for fun and see what that does for a little while and then also, you can shift the furniture around, and Christine was saying how she moved her sofa around. And with with uh, where we are in Canada, we do have our four seasons. So yes, in the winter time, sometimes it's nice to move things either closer to a fireplace if you have one, or whatever that is. So so tell us a little bit about what you you love to move around, Christine. Well, um, generally, it's going to be the I'll move around the couch and um, the chair. I also have an area rug, so the area rug is usually parallel to the couch, right? So if I move the couch, because it's it's a rectangle, it's not a square. So if I move the couch, then I'll move the, the uh, area rug as well. Um, usually the TV unit, it has um, only one place, so that usually stays in the same spot. Um, but if I can move most pieces, I do, it just, what I found for me is it, um, it, it changes the energy. It's like, it's kind of like, um, having a new home or having a, you know, <laughs> it, it, when you change it up, it's like, wow, this is fresh and it's new and I feel invigorated and, and it, it kind of pulls me in a little bit more, which I really love doing that. Absolutely. And so if you if you historically look at what um, our, our ancestors did is they would be a long, hard winter. And then in the spring, this is where the sort of spring cleaning would come up. All the furniture would be moved outside. They would pound, you know, be pre, mm-hmm. pre-rug cleaning. They would pound the rugs. They'd get all the dust bunnies up and open all the windows, clean everything. And it was this new, fresh energy that is allowing your space to actually breathe in. It's almost like a new um, oxygen mask is just now being given to your space. So, you know, there are some homes, they never open the windows, they run their air conditioning or their heater. And it's sort of like when you're in it, it's almost that suffocation, like where's the fresh air? Where's Mm -hmm. the breeze? Where are you want to open the doors and the windows and let that that air in? Or if you've ever gone to a, a rental property when you're on vacation and it's been locked up for a month, you can walk into the space and you know that there is what I call stale air or stale energy. And the first thing you want to do is open up all the windows, open up all the blinds or the curtains and start letting in some fresh air. So... That's a natural way of of inviting a new energy. And you haven't even moved any furniture around, but when you move the furniture around, it changes the view out your windows. 
so mm-hmm. much of this this uh, reality is all the furniture tends to be facing inwards to a table and a sofa. Right. So can you imagine if you walked into a space just for fun and all the sofas and chairs were facing the windows? <laughs> That's do, funny. Do you get the energy of that? Yeah. So all of a sudden, now you have your back to the center of the room and now you're actually seeing everybody that walks into the space and every window and door, who's coming in, who's going. And you're also looking out into your garden, into your balcony, into your street, into whatever it is, that, whatever the view is that you have. So can I ask you, just for fun, Christine, because you're, you're, you're the playmate of the day, <laughs> what, what, mm. does that, what does that do for your body? When you, when well, you... it was right away, it was, it was, there was an excitement, there was a playfulness to it. It was like, it was like, you know, when we were little, I don't know if you did this with your siblings, but um, I remember this time, um, it was right before Christmas. It, you know what's crazy is how we do, people do home renovations right before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and there's so many people that do it that the poor renovators get behind and I can remember Christmas Eve, okay? So, Lisa, you know I'm the ninth of ten children. Yes. And so Christmas Eve, we have my mom and dad are getting new carpeting put into our main floor. We only had two rooms on our main floor. It was like a double living room, which wasn't very big, okay? And then we had the dining room uh, and small dinky dinky little kitchen okay and so wow we had nine kids ten 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 and my parents yeah oh my goodness and so we had two couches in the living room so the living room held two couches uh a lazy boy and a small little cub chair and a TV, which we had, you know, the black and white with the rabbit ears the TV. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I used to have to stand and hold one of the rabbit ears <laughs> as a conduit so we got better signal. Oh, dear. Apparently, apparently my body was magic. <laughs> it could bring in TV. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It wasn't a big living room, right? So we had all of that furniture and the and the dining room uh, dining room kitchen, which was oh my god, it was just a blink of a thing. All of the furniture was in the living room, okay. And I can remember it all being upside down. And my younger brother and I, I probably was maybe five or six at the time. My younger brother and I were playing underneath the car, the the um, rolled up rug. No, sorry, the couch. The couch was like turned turned sideways, you know what I mean? And we were playing underneath it and it, and it was fun. For us it was exciting and magical, right? Because it was that underneath thing. And uh and it was like a fort. It was like having our own fort. Oh and, yes, I remember those. Fun. Right. So so yeah, it was so much fun. So when you said this to me about turning my couch toward the window, that was the energy that came up was that play, like literally playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and and thank you for sharing that because some people have gone into the, and and I'm aware of the energy of, but, but Lisa, that's just, 
bizarre. What are you talking about? People are going to walk in and see the back of a chair. They're going to see they're going to see the back of my head. Um, depending on if the, if the furniture is faced out to the window. Like, where is the welcome? So are you willing to just shift furniture around and play with it and not necessarily buy into what is so with regard to what's correct in the design world with Architectural Digest or um, any of the home design magazines or if you're an interior decorator? Are you willing to just sort of go with something completely random and different that actually creates an invitation for people to talk, for people to come in and and look out the, the, the location of where the chair or the or the sofa is actually positioned and go, wow, that's kind of cool. So if you have a place that overlooks a lake, if it's a cottage or the ocean, are you willing to turn the furniture to the view? Mm. And 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 how many of us go to these beautiful lovely places in the world that you know for those of us that live in winter we love to go to the hot climate and actually position ourselves so that we're looking at the water we're looking at the mountains whatever that view is and what if all of the furniture was positioned to the view for that time and and be willing to shift it so do you know how you have a lot of design stores now are our furniture stores are selling Furniture that actually swivels, so that you actually have the ability to swivel the chair mm. that has the view. So, in our parents' day and age, the furniture was defined, the sofa stayed in the same place for the next 20 years, and the only thing that I remember as a child growing up is we had slip covers over sofas. So, the same sofa, the same basic backing, all of that would be the same. The, the the stuffing would be the same and we'd have a slip cover. One would be the winter cover, one would be the summer cover. And and we change up the pillows. But otherwise the position of where the furniture was was pretty much where it was. Uh unless we we bought something new and shifted that. And so for those of you that have had a defined space, are you willing to play with the energy of shifting things up. And what if shifting the energy of your furniture is inviting something new, whether it's a new relationship, a new job opportunity, or a new place or space to live and play in? Are you willing to be different? Are you willing to live and and think outside of the box of what this reality says is the norm? Yes. Yeah. How cool is that? And what if we had chandeliers in our bathrooms, in our bedrooms, in our living rooms? What's to say what is a defined light fixture? Well, that's really interesting, Alicia. Uh, Alicia. That's my daughter's name, Lisa. (laughs) That's my daughter's thinking of me. (laughs) Well, that was one of the beautiful, sexy things about this space when I came into it is the um the current owner and because I'm leasing this space the current owner uh when she took over it she sexified this place and she put chandeliers in every single room of the house um 
the the kitchen has a, a lot of pot lights, so there's you know we can do lots of different light play with in there. But there's a chandelier in my office. There's a chandelier in my dining room. There's chandeliers in every bedroom and the hallway uh, in both the lower and the upper hallway of this place. And oh my God, it changes the energy so much to invest in lighting. And what's very cool is the, the chandelier, because it's got all the pieces of glass, when the sun comes through the window and hits the chandelier, even during the day without the light on, it dances off of that and plays on the on the walls. And magical. and I've had it is magical and I've had people walk in and say, Oh my gosh, it's like you have a rainbow on your walls because when the light is hitting it, because it's not a flat surface, it's you know, cut in different spaces in different ways, it's actually creating different uh, light hues on the wall. How fun is that? How fun. And how many of us are so set in in the way it should be and and almost to the point of being serious. So I've, I, I, you know, I've had clients who follow certain designers and they have a very set way of how they want things to look. And so I call it, it's called, I call it a formula. Uh, so it's, it's almost as though they're following a formula of what they know will work. So if you get the energy mm-hmm. of what people buy into, of what will work, and this is the latest rage, and I want to follow this designer. And therefore, uh, they buy into somebody else's view of what's going to work in this space. What if you went to, and I, and I encourage people to do this, is go to a magazine, and a, like I'm talking 10 different magazines of all random, whether it's European, uh, North American, and just look through different magazines from different cultures and countries and go through and pick out pictures of objects, things that have a color or a energy about them or a style or a shape that at a texture. So texture is really, really lovely to play with in spaces as well. And when you can cut out all those little things and almost like make a collage and just just for fun. It's like your little collage book. And and then out of that, find out if there's a commonality, if there's something that that is playful in each of the pictures or it's a color that for you almost represents where you're at today because we change. We change from where we were when we first get married or when we're young and university or high school to where we are when we're kids are out the door and you are in the empty nester syndrome, semi-retirement, whatever that stage is, our, our, what our requirements are change within our spaces and sometimes we go from collecting, collecting, collecting to now for myself, it's, it's almost sort of like creating more space and and simplicity within my space, and as Christine was saying, the breathing room for creations within your space, and whatever that is for you, just look at all those pictures, and then from there, are you willing to to move and or get rid of something that no longer serves you, that's no longer playful, that represents 
a previous time of your life and every time you look at it, it reminds you of that particular time. And mm. when you when you are willing to sell, gift, and or throw away something, especially the things that you've you've been talking about fixing for the last 15 years and you haven't and it's been sitting there and it's, every time you walk by it, it goes, oh, fix me, fix me. And you go, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And, and you know, I'll meet a guy with a tool belt and he'll fix it. And so every everywhere that you're looking for all the reasons for why you're not moving on, are you aware also that that is blocking you from receiving more of what you could be receiving for everything in your life. And I'm not just talking about receiving in, in a relationship. I'm talking about everything. So if you can imagine receiving more for your business, receiving more for your bank account, receiving more for your health, receiving more for all relationships, and that one piece of furniture could be the block. Hmm. So, so Lisa, how can the our space contribute to our businesses whether we have whether we have our business office set up in our homes or not excellent question so it it starts from the moment you drive up to your property whether it's an apartment building whether it is an, a, a home an actual resident uh, where you have your own private driveway and a garage and so if you are driving into your driveway and you have garbage cans strewn all over the place or garbage and you can't find your door and the bushes and trees are, um, some might be dead, some might be uh, requiring some pruning. You might have dead plants in the pots as opposed to beautiful thriving plants. Uh, you might have a broken garage door. You've never been able to get into it. Uh, but one day you will get it fixed and then you'll put the house on the market. <laughs> so are you willing to see wow. that it's it's I I call it the curbside appeal. So mm -hmm. if the curbside appeal of your spaces is one of neglect, one of not being taken care of, not being loved, are you aware that that actually is like that domino effect that transfers into every area of your life? So it's sort of like this little, it seeps into all areas of your life, that neglect, that that worn out appearance actually transfers into your business. So when we start to take care of everything, and I'm not only talking about the space that you live in, but I'm also talking about your body. So if your body is also worn down, neglected, and not being loved and cared for, that also transfers into how your business will thrive and survive. So as you start to to work, and I like to work from the outside and in, if if the if it's you know if it's screaming at me, and then and then other times I'll go from the inside to the out. It just depends on what the space is calling for. So and and when I work from the inside out, I go to the basement. And in fact, I was at a client's home the other day and I I walked through the whole space and she'd only been in the house I think about 5 months, maybe 4 months, and she she still has lots of boxes and 
you know, she's a school teacher. She's getting back into working. And I said, give me, give me two and a half days and I'll have this totally sorted out. Maybe three days max. And are you willing to play? And she's like, yeah. And so we started in the basement. She's like, well, why the basement? I said, when you see what we can create in your basement space, it'll allow you to breathe and see what else is possible. So we talk about it being like, like, in a in a body, if you can if you can lay a body down on a space, it's like the bowels of the home. If they're congested, mm-hmm. if you're constipated <laughs> in your home, then where else are you constipated? <laughs> I know, amazing. <laughs> so yeah, so would you be willing to? It's almost like unplugging. And so we we didn't get rid of a lot. We just reconfigured and almost created defined spaces for certain things like sports equipment and Christmas things and all of and she has one of her sons who comes home every so often and stays there and so that's his man cave and we created the man cave for him in that space and she was like oh my god and then we worked our way up to you know she's got an office area and and again it's full of boxes and I said okay now the next step is me coming and facilitating you through that before I come, can you shift this and this piece of furniture? And she's like, absolutely. So that way, when I get there, we can play with creating the office that's going to give her not a view, like her desk was actually facing a wall. And if you just shifted her desk, she had this incredible high ceiling stairwell with lots of windows and lighting. And I said, if I was here, that inspires me. Facing a wall is like creating dead energy. It's it's like, so where in your mm-hmm. life are you facing a wall that is like creating a wall or a block for you to go further? It's sort of like you see the you see the patient in a movie in in a in a psychiatric hospital and he bangs his head against the wall day in and day out. Right. And everybody's going, uh, you know, Frank, you don't have to hit your head on the wall. If you just turned around you would see there was space. So are you willing to shift your desk to be spacious and not face the wall and go, ah, now what else is possible that I haven't yet considered that would gift me so much more? So it's, it's like you've reached the wall and that's your limit. You can't go any further. No matter how many times you look at the wall, face the wall, push the wall, it's 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 immovable. So what if you shifted your desk and now created this open space where you could breathe, get up, move, and invite more? It's like, ah. So yes, shifting and energetically moving things within our homes absolutely can increase our businesses. And even if our desk, and many people have a desk or some type of a desk surface, that they utilize when they're not at their other business. And what if you could shift that in a way that still invites more for yourselves in your businesses? And if you have, for example, if you're in a uh, cubicle and the company that you're working in, how can you create that where it's, it's, it's not movable? So would you be willing to create a reflective surface so you can get one of those big balls that's 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 reflective and put it on your desk like a decorative ball so that you could see people coming up from behind you. You could put a mirror there, a decorative mirror on your desk. 
any way that you could create as though it's open and that nobody can come up from behind you is mm-hmm. inviting the energy of something else shifting. And it could be that everybody goes to that one person's cubicle at the office and nobody else goes to the other one because the energy in the other one is, ugh, you know, it's constrictive where the one with the, you know, that's decorated it and has the mirror or the reflective surface. And you can even buy one of those little concave mirrors uh, and put it on your computer, which mm. I you can get in an automobile store and stick it on the screen of your computer and you can always see who's coming up. And and it sounds bizarre and crazy, but when I was working in, in sort of a corporate environment and I had a defined space and my back was to the door, my back was to where people entered, I would put that up and it just changed the energy and people would go, oh, that's, you know, and I'd, and I'd, I'd start to turn my body to greet them. And yeah, I like, had to... I had to do the same thing. I was uh, what I did was confidential, and yet this was the only space for me. So I had to know when someone was coming up. Yeah, yeah. How amazing is that? So it's mm-hmm. it's it's it's. So do you see how one can create that invitation from the entrance to your space, driving up? So even in walking in your front entrance of your home, if it's looking neglected. There's a pile of shoes, there's there's a stack of to-do items, there's garbage that hasn't been taken out. Are you aware that that first impression is going to, again, be the domino effect for everything going on in your life? So are you willing to clear the front entrance and make it welcoming so that when people walk in, it's, it's, it's representing all areas of your life? Mm-hmm. So are you willing to have this welcoming to your home, to your space, to your business? And if people can't find the entranceway, guide them to it. Whether it's good lighting, if your lights are burnt out, put new bulbs in, shift the light fixture, create that so that everyone in the in the community goes, oh, that's the house with the whatever that makes it mm-hmm. defined. So I'll, I'll give you an example. My I live in a townhome complex and there's about... Uh, 30, 40 townhomes and there's they have every other door is red or white. And when I moved in, I was like, wow, okay. So it's a little what I call cookie cutter looking. Yeah. And I, I'm i a little bit of a um, rule breaker. I like to be a bit of a rule breaker. <laughs> and so I put out these big black antique urn pots and we're talking big, like about a foot and a half in extent in um, uh, diameter and and heavy and planted them up with some awesome plants. Meanwhile, everybody else has these tiny little pots that are like a foot high and in the winds that we've, uh, this summer has been incredible with storms and everything and I'm seeing half of them are all broken or blown over and mine have not moved and my plants have just gone berserk. They've just sort of multiplied and they're on either side of my door and either side of my garage door. And everybody in the neighborhood knows the house with the big black pots. Oh, that's your house. So where are you willing to be different and create that welcome to your home, even if you're in a, what I call the cookie-cutter neighborhood? 
Mm. And and in yeah, and so do you get the energy of that? Mm-hmm. And I had a few people say, "Oh, those are those are really big pots." And I said, "Oh, thank you," <laughs> and not buy into whatever the point of view is. So, are you willing to play with all the spaces that you are in? And for those of you that listen in and tune in, I'd love to hear. Just play with changing some furniture around, shifting some things. If your desk is facing a wall, are you willing to move it? Are you willing to shift it and yeah. create something completely new? Yeah. I double Absolutely. dog dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. It changes everything. It it the little I do find that the little shifts change things for me. What you've said so far, Lisa, I I really enjoyed all of it. The biggest piece that's jumped out to me is when you said how we will get our house ready for when we're selling it. Mm. I have, right? I have, but we won't, we won't do it for ourselves. Exactly. So you know how many clients I have where I help them stage their space for selling, and after they've decluttered, fixed all the things, painted all the things, repaired they all. They don't the want to leave. Then they're sitting there in the evening having a glass of wine with their spouse if they you know if they're in a relationship and they're sitting there going wow i actually really love this space and it reminds them of the time that attracted them to the space in the first place so yeah so all the time that you have collected shit collected junk held on to it for a rainy day using your place as a storage locker holding on to whatever you think if you hold on to it if if I let it go, the world will fall apart. Are you willing now to look at it every time you leave your home and then you walk back in? Are you willing to look at it with a new set of eyes and go, okay, what is no longer serving me here? And if I let you go, will my world fall apart? And mm-hmm. and, and really look at it. Yeah, your great aunt gave it to you. Yeah, that's pretty. But truthfully... How many of you are actually maintaining and caring for things, dusting, cleaning, maintaining? Is it fun or would you rather be outside playing or doing something different? Are you willing to? Yeah. And so that's sort of the energy of what I say to people. Right now, while you're living in the space and enjoying it, where are you waiting to, oh, in another year, I'll probably put it on the market and sell it. And then I'll take care of all the things that I was going to do. Why aren't you why aren't you honoring it as though it's your body on a day-to-day basis? If it has a cold, if it has the flu, you're going to take care of your body. So where are you not willing to take care of your spaces? Hmm. Cool. I like that. Wow. So Christine, thank you for playing today. I really thank you, it's Lisa. fun. And is there is there is there something that you would love to tell our listeners about what what you're up to, how they can connect with you, other than yeah, than, yeah. Well, if if there's anyone out there that's looking for um, to create uh, new possibilities in their life, their business, um, their relationships, they can connect with me, Christine, at Inspired choices.ca and I'm also hosting the wonderful Danielle Carter here in Toronto for the Right Body for You classes uh, September the 16th through the 19th. We would love to have you join in person with your beautiful body or you can do it online because it's a whole 
class is going to be live streamed. So wherever you are in the world, if that pops for you, you can email me, Christina at InspiredChoices.ca. Yay, thank you. And for those of you that want to know how you can connect with myself, you're speaking to Lisa Bennett at iCloud.com is my email. You can send me a private message through Facebook. And or you can continue to follow and listen to the radio show Infinite Energies. And uh, this is every Friday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 12 noon uh, Toronto or Eastern Standard Time. Toronto, Toronto, <laughs> and Toronto, and and I really love to also facilitate people with their spaces, uh, and and you know either I'm there physically in your space or if you're in another part of the world I've played in spaces from everywhere from Tanzania to Ireland to um, gosh you name it. Um, uh, yeah, different parts of Asia and North America where I've actually facilitated people in shifting things in their lives. So I love to do that. I facilitate classes as well, uh, the the foundational classes with Access Consciousness, as does Christine. So if you're in the East Coast, Christine's out there. In the West Coast, I'm here and we both travel. <laughs> oh, we'll travel to you. To get, we should do that together. We should travel the world together during these classes. Exactly. Well, exactly. Well, that's that might show. be too much crazy. That could be a little crazy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Christine, for joining us today. Thank you, Lisa. And, uh, big hugs to everyone in the East. Uh, and uh, have fun with uh, Christine's upcoming classes. And, and uh, love to Danielle. So we are coming down to the last couple of minutes of the show, and I wanted to just uh, invite you to to look at your spaces today and shift some furniture around just for fun, just for the playfulness, and see what pops up for you. And what what you know, if there's something there that sort of goes, well, I've never done it that way. Um, just play with it, and I'd love to hear from you on what shifts and changes have occurred in your life. So I've got Rhonda on the chat room saying she's rearranging her office and living room this weekend. Awesome. I'd love to hear next week how that goes, Rhonda. Okay, lots of love to everyone, and thank you all for coming to play today. And uh, again, if you have any questions with regard to your spaces or places, Touch base with me. We'll talk soon. Thank Bye. you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on atizen.fm. We look forward to having you join us and share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.